This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll One Friday, the holy seer of Lublin was traveling with some of his chassidim when they reached a crossroads. The wagon driver turned back towards the seer of Lublin, said, Rebbe, which way should we go, right or left? And the seer of Lublin wasn't called the seer of Lublin for nothing. He was able to see past and future from one end of the world to the other. And here he is, the great Rebbe, looking at the crossroads, and he can't figure out which way he's supposed to go. So he said to the driver, loosen the reins, and let the horses go whichever direction they will. A little while later, they arrived in a town, and after asking around, they realized that this wasn't where they wanted to go at all, and they weren't even in the right direction. But knowing that Hashem takes a person where they need to go, the Seer Lubin said, it's already getting late, we're going to spend Shabbos here in this town. And then he said to the Hasidim and to the driver, I don't want you to tell anyone who I am. No one should know that I'm the Seer of Lublin, and don't tell anyone that I'm a Rebbe. Now the Hasidim, they knew that the Seer of Lublin traveled with no money. And not only that, if the Seer of Lublin was given money, he would make sure to give it all away by the end of the day. And not only that, if the Hasidim had any money, the Seer of Lublin made sure to give away their money as well. So they knew... Friday afternoon, they had no money. They couldn't pay for an inn. They had no place to stay. They had no food. And here the Seer of Lublin said, Don't tell anyone that I'm a Rebbe, and don't tell anyone that I'm the Seer of Lublin. So the Hasidim are trying to figure out, well, what are we going to do? And the Rebbe says to them, We're going to do just like every other Jewish traveler. We're going to stay in the local shul. And whoever has a place for us to eat, will eat there. And if not, then not. And so they went and davened in the back of the shul. And one by one, all of the Rebbe's Hasidim were picked up and sent to people's homes for Shabbos meals. The Seer Lublin, however, he always davened a long davening. This Friday night was no different. And by the time he finished, almost everyone had left the shul. That is, everyone except for one very old man who was in his late 80s. The Seer Lublin saw this old man was sitting and saying Tikkunei Shabbos, special passages that are said on Friday night. And when the old man sees that the seer Lublin has finished davening, he says to him, Shalom Aleichem, where are you eating your Shabbos meal? And the seer Lublin said, I actually don't know, don't have any place to go. So the old man said, what about the inn that you're staying at? Why don't you eat there? If it's a matter of money, after Shabbos I can collect money for you. You don't have to worry about it, I'll take care of it. And the seer Lublin, making up a story, because of course he wasn't staying in an inn, he said, I noticed that they didn't light the Shabbos candles before Shabbos, so I'm a little bit concerned if the food is really kosher or not. The old man said, "Mm Mm-hmm, I see. Well, I'm really sorry because at my house, my wife and I are so poor, we only have some bread and wine. We don't have any other food. The seer Lubin said, That's fine with me. I don't eat very much. And the old man said, Well, if that's the case, then come along. And the seer Lubin followed the old man back home. They sang Shalom Aleichem, Eshet Chayil, made Kiddush and Hamotzi. And now they're sitting together. The elderly man 
his wife, and the seer Lublin. And the old man asks the seer Lublin, so tell me, where are you from? And the seer Lublin says he's from Lublin. And when the old man hears this, his eyes open wide. And he said, really, you're from Lublin? Do you know the Rebbe of Lublin? And the seer Lublin said, I know him very well. I'm always with him. That's wonderful, said the old man. That's just wonderful. You're so fortunate. Please, can you tell me something about the seer Lublin? And the seer said to the old man, well, what do you want to know about him? And why do you want to know about him? And the old man said, because I used to be his teacher when he was in Cheder, when he was in school for young boys. And I noticed when he was a young boy, he wasn't a very good student, but now I'm told he's a great Rebbe and does miracles. And the seer Lublin was curious. And he said to his old teacher, tell me, when the seer Lublin was a young child, was there anything unusual about him? Anything strange that he used to do? And the old teacher, he said, well, there was one thing. Every morning, when I wanted to ask him to read from the Siddur, I could never find him. He disappeared. He was never in the class for davening. And then when he would show up after davening, I'd give him a good patch for not being there. But then one day I said to myself, wait a minute, I have no idea where he's going. And I keep punishing him every day. I need to find out where this kid is going. And so when I noticed that he left the room, I myself slipped out of the room. And keeping a good distance between us so that he wouldn't see me, I followed him into the forest. And we went deep into the forest, and I hid behind a tree and watched this little boy to see what he was doing. He went and sat next to a beehive. And as the bees were stinging him, he was crying out, Shema Yisrael! Hashem Elokeinu! Hashem Echad! After that, I never punished him again. And now I'm an old man. And I would love to see the Sea of Lublin just one time before I leave this world. But I'm so poor, and I'm already so old and weak, I don't have the energy to go to Lublin to see the Rebbe. But nonetheless, I want to see the Rebbe so much that I took an oath to fast one day a week so that I should have the schut, the merit, to meet the Rebbe with my own eyes. And now the seer of Lublin understood why the horses turned the direction they did at the crossroads and why they ended up here for Shabbos. And he looked at his old teacher. The seer of Lublin gently said, It's me. The old man said, It's me what? And the seer of Lublin said, Teacher, it's me. I'm your student. I'm the Rebbe of Lublin. And the old man's eyes popped open, and then he fainted and fell on the floor. The seer Lublin and the old man's wife were shocked, and they tried to revive him. But he laid there with his eyes closed for a long time, until finally he opened his eyes. He said, I can't believe it. I can't believe that you're here. Rebbe, you're here. My old student, you're here. The two of them spent Shabbos together, talking, sharing Devrei Torah. And when Shabbos was over, the Hasidim all came together with the Seer Lublin and the driver on the wagon. And the elderly man, he escorted them for as far as he could, which wasn't very far, just a few steps from his house. And then he turned around and went back home. And the Hasidim and the Seer Lublin traveled to a nearby town, where he told the driver, we're going to stop here. And they went into a local shul, where they had the Malava Malka, the special meal on Saturday night after Shabbos. They forbrang together, they sang, 
And they drank. They said the Chaims. The Chaim. And then after the meal was over, the Seer Lublin said to the driver, Okay, now we're returning back to the town where we spent Shabbos. Because my teacher, a blessed memory, has left this world. Now that he merited to see me, the Seer Lublin, his soul was ready to go back to its maker. And I have been given the great honor of eulogizing, of giving a sped for my old teacher, who were it not for him, I wouldn't be the great Rebbe that I am today. Thank you so much for listening, my sweetest friends. Please make sure to share this podcast with anyone you know who would enjoy these stories. I've received many letters and messages from parents that play the stories for their kids. And of course, anybody who would like to be inspired by these fun and beautiful and deep stories. Please make sure to share this with them. And if you're listening someplace where you can leave feedback, a five-star review would make a big difference for the exposure of this podcast. Thank you for your loyal listening and to all the supporters of this podcast. And if you'd like to become a financial backer of this podcast, even for $5 a month, you can do it by going to my website, HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. There you'll see a link on the website that says become a supporter. And all support in any form is greatly appreciated. Thank you again. Lechaim.